You're listening to The Social Workers on WCDB Albany. And welcome back. You're listening to The Social Workers on WCDB Albany. My name is Eric Hardiman, and I'm here with Alyssa Lotmore. Welcome back, Alyssa. Hey, Eric. How's it going this week? Last show of the semester, end of the semester, so it's an exciting time. Busy time, but exciting. Yeah, so we've got a great show lined up for folks today. It is finals week, I believe, and we have with us a student today. We have Hannah Reinhardt, who's a senior distance runner from Clarence, New York. She's the only repeat captain this season, serving her first year in 2018-2019. Reinhardt is one of the most decorated distance runners in UAlbany's program history, repeating as America East individual cross-country champion this year, setting school records at both 5K and 6K, becoming the first Great Dane to win the NCAA cross-country regional championships and qualifying for NCAA cross-country championships herself. So, Hannah, welcome to The Social Workers. Hi, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, I want to congratulate you first on an amazing season, amazing career here at UAlbany. You're not done. You still have indoor and outdoor track. But for cross-country, complete completely amazing season so congratulations on that thank you i appreciate it Mm -hmm. well one of the reasons you're on the show today is to talk about a piece that you wrote for the america east which is the the conference that you albany is in their ae voices um, which is a space for america east conference student athletes coaches and administrators to share their personal stories in their own words so the feature that you were in it's part of the better together initiative and that aims to help create a more mentally healthy environment for student athletes so can you just tell us a little bit about the piece that you you wrote which got a lot of media attention i saw it (laughs) everywhere on social media from (laughs) high school sports pages to college sports pages to you know all over. So tell us a little bit about what you had put together. Yeah, so my piece is titled How Running Saved My Life. And I think that really just encompasses the whole reason why I wrote about my unique story. Um, I had the opportunity um, to talk a little bit to the conference itself about how just my journey through running and you know going through traumatic experiences as a young person kind of molded me into not only the athlete but the individual I am today and basically my story just it has everything in there from um, my simple beginnings within the sport to things like uh, mental illness um, you know drug abuse uh, physical violence, uh, emotional violence, and just kind of that whirlwind of experiences that I went through as a child and how I really found a lot of, you know, comfort and reprieve through um, athletics and everything that um, surrounds that. So it's a lot. (laughs) There is a lot of, you know, ups and downs in the story and it kind of just explores um, you know, every little aspect of my life that I felt was important to talk about because sometimes those topics, especially in athletics, are a little bit taboo and a mm-hmm. little bit underplayed. Um, so honestly, I went out a lot of my comfort zone and just kind of wanted to express that even people who are 
you know, you think have it all together. Um, you never really know what someone's going through. So I just want to share that with everyone. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, when I think of ath- athletes, and particularly here at the university, students and community members see athletes and they see your achievements and they see, you know, these folks that are really achieving great and wonderful things, but they don't often know what's behind that and what the life experience behind that is. And so what what was it like for you to share these kind of personal stories? Yeah, so first, it was very, very uh, hard for me to actually just go through with it, write my story, you know, out on paper. I think that was a little bit hard in general, um, just because it is, it brings up a lot of past trauma, and I think that's really difficult. Um, but also, at first, I was just kind of, you know, terrified of what the, you know, response would be from people because I'd always kind of tried to put that, um, those experiences of my past, you know, on the back burner and always display, you know, happy-go-lucky, I'm an athlete, I'm doing well, you know, obviously the positive things in my life. And I think I was always not, not necessarily nervous, but a little bit embarrassed about my past. And I think it took a lot for me to actually go through with it. Mm. Um, but once I did, you know, get that out there, the response was amazing. And I think the best part of it all was really just having that connection with other people who are going through not only the same things, but worse things. Um, because I, all it takes is one person for to take a you know that step of bravery and just to share their story, and then everyone else feels that they can do that as well. So I think um, it was really hard for me. It was one of the hardest things I think I've ever had to do. Um, but I think it's the best thing I've done. I mean, mm-hmm. thus far, um, I think writing my story and getting that out to the public is better than any athletic achievement I've done thus far. And I think that's a really hard statement to make because obviously athletics and, you know, winning and running fast, that's really important to me. But I think being able to, you know, be a beacon of hope, I think that's that means more to me. And you, the story was re, like kind of uh, published at the same time where you were getting a lot of publicity for your athletics. Yeah. I mean, the, when I was seeing it shared even more was after you won the NCAA regionals and people were saying, oh, this is the winner and here is her story. Mm-hmm. So it was pushed out there even more so because of your success um, on the on the course. Yeah. <laughs> so um, when I wrote my story, I actually... I met with the conference. I was interviewed uh, kind of a preseason. They came to each school in the conference to just, you know, do like a cute little like Q&A to some of the returning um, athletes who are supposed to be successful in the upcoming season. So I met with the conference and that's when I kind of, you know, highlighted to them, you know, a little bit about my past because I had never really told anyone Mm. (laughs) except for obviously the close people in my life. Hadn't even told my coach. So um, that was in, I think, late August or early September. And they were like, all right, well, let's, you know, maybe write a story. And I think I ended my story in about, I don't know, it took me like all of October to write it. And then they decided, you know, we're going to release it the day before conference because conference was being hosted at... um, you Albany. So I think that was nerve wracking itself because 
it came out the day before. There was a lot of, you know, responses. And then again, like you said, after regionals, um, a lot more. Um, but I think that almost made it better because people actually knew who I was. Yeah. They could put like a face to the story. And I think that's great because you feel like the people who are on top, you know, have everything together and everything's perfect. But I think that was kind of just, you know, it brought me to level with, you know, everyone else who is not only running and competing, but the people who feel like they're alone and not, you know, have it all together and I can't be successful. I think that made it better because they see, well, this person is doing this and look at her story. So I was really happy, honestly, with the timing of everything and obviously that I was doing well at the time in athletics too. Now, what do you think of the America East, this platform where students can talk about what's going on and this sort of uh, breaking the stigma of mental health and people's past. What do you what do you think of this? I am a huge proponent of breaking the stigma because I think that is one of the worst things that surrounds mental health and mental you know, illness in itself is that people are just afraid to talk about it, mm. which I don't really understand because, you know, from experience, the ma resounding majority of us are struggling with it in one um, facet or another. So I think this by the conference is one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. And it, it does just that. And it's not just for people who, you know, are the severity, you know, the spectrum is from, you know, everywhere from people are just, you know, struggling with anxiety or something like that to things that are much, much deeper and much more traumatic. But I think it's great because it just gets the conversation started. And I think that's the hardest part is people, you know, being upfront. And like I said, for me, that was the hardest part, just writing it down on paper and putting it out in the open. And I think now, you know, once I released that, I think there was just, you know, people from all walks of life, you know, reaching out to me and saying, you know, I really relate to this. I have walked down the same road and things like that. And I think all it takes is just something like this, which I think every school should have that every conference and in every sport. It's so important. And as you said, there's a difference. Uh, everyone's stories, I've read a few of them, have been, been different. And you really talked about, you know, your family, your childhood, um, CPS involvement, mm -hmm. all the different things that you were going through and how that was the path that you chose. You had said um, it was a uh, there was several things that you could do. The options most vi visible to me followed the order of denial and succumbing to a bout of depression, heavy drug and alcohol use, frustration and anger, and throw yourself into school and athletics. And the athletics and that school was the area that you chose to sort of express yourself in, to ex kind of, I don't want to say escape, but to handle all that was going on. Yeah, and I think, you know, it's, it's really sad like it, it it's sad because for a lot of people and a lot of people who I surrounded myself when I was younger they didn't take that road and I think for me it was kind of it was like the perfect storm that I actually found athletics and I found you know that opportunity to you know use it as almost a coping mechanism because for a lot of people 
they aren't given the opportunities that mm -hmm. I kind of stumbled across. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, it, it's so hard because I've seen so many people who not only have I, you know, siblings and things like that who have taken those other routes and I I just feel very grateful that I have, you know, gone down this road, but I want there to be more opportunities for people so that there can be more like me because I'm not, you know, I'm not an anomaly. It's not like I'm just this insane, <laughs> insanely driven human who, you know, always had it figured out. I think I just really, I was led down the road by a lot of wonderful, incredible people. People actually like people who work for the state and people who work for the county and who just were always kind of, you know, like, you can do this. And like, just giving me opportunity and people in my life, you know, teachers and coaches and things like that who wanted better for me. But not everyone is that lucky and I think my goal is just to now be someone who can say you know this is available and it's if I did it you can do it too because like I said I'm not I'm not some insane you know people always talk about like wow you really have you have just so much drive and so much passion and you're so like I don't know, they make it seem like I'm a superwoman, but really, I I don't think that of myself. I think that I really was just given so much opportunity and so much so many people who who showed me what it would be like to live a life that was not filled with, you know, some of the negative routes, so. I don't know. <laughs> and one thing about track, I mean, I, I'm a student athlete alum, so I, d I do know a little bit about the the program. The it's just like a family. It can be like a family with coaches and teammates, and it adds an extra level of a support system for Absolutely. individuals, um, especially when there's things going on in life. You have people there that you can talk to, and you didn't even talk to coach or anyone about this. Your teammates, you said you had kept it private for a long time. Mm -hmm. So, what was that like to sort of having this these people that you're with almost a lot of the time and then sort of telling them this in your senior year. Yeah, so I think honestly it's it's helped a lot like like I said kind of bringing me to level with everyone else. Not that I'm like this and insane like athlete or whatever, but I think a lot of the time people see, you know, they put athletes and you know, this could be even transferred to like academia. You see people who get really good grades or they're really good athlete athletics and you put this on you put them on a pedestal of, you know, they're so successful and they have this drive and they have this talent and I don't know how I could ever get there. And for me, I think, you know, releasing my story kind of put me more, you know, it it put me to the level where people could relate to me a little bit more and you know people saw me as you know wow you weren't given you know all of these things like you worked really hard to get there and I think that's important not only in athletics but in life because yeah. some of the people who you put on this pedestal they have worked if not harder than everyone else, or they've had to go through a lot more obstacles to get there. And I think, you know, it it gave people, a, you know, a different perspective of me, and which was nice because 
I think for a lot of the time, people are just like, oh, you're just really good, or you just work really, whatever. You work really well with the program, but I think it gave them a different perspective of me, which I really appreciated. And it's a brave step to do that, to really tell your own story and to, to not just tell it to someone, but to make it public. You know, I mean, by putting it in print and having it published, it really becomes, um, you know, a, a public thing where other people can see and and benefit from your experience. Yeah. But it's a brave step. It's not something that's that's easily done. Yeah. And like I said before, it was it was really hard. And I think, you know, like you said, there was a lot of publicity with it, especially after regionals. And that wasn't always easy as well, um, just because, um, like, even, for example, um, at the NCAA banquet where the best athletes in the country are, you know, meeting before the biggest race in, of the whole year, um, they kind of noted my story during the banquet. So that was very, like, it was very nerve-wracking for me because... Um, my goal in writing the story wasn't to be, you know, famous or anything like that. And I think that was um, part of it was a little bit hard to navigate the waters between not being overworked by all the people reaching out to me um, and being able to just recognize that it really is important to me that people feel that they can reach out to me and that they can relate to me. And so just kind of traversing those waters was, took a little time and effort, but like all in all, I'm just so thankful for the response that did come about from my story because, you know, just the connections I've made with people who would have been complete strangers is, so, you know, it really warms my heart and not in like a, you know, corny, like cliche sense, but it really has like, this is a lot of like, it's a lot of fulfillment and people always ask me, you know, what's, what's your dream job? And I've always said, you know, like, I just want to be someone who inspires others to have hope because that's, I think that attribute is, you know, something that is the main reason why I am where I am today. And I always wanna be like that beacon of hope because hope is something that is very contagious. And sometimes, you know, you don't need expensive things or, um, you know, the closest friends, you just need hope. And that's all you need to, you know, get over a lot of tough times in your life so for me to be that to someone else i think is the most rewarding thing and for those who want are listening who de didn't read this story yet it's an actual i, I don't want to like it's a few pages long <laughs> when i print it and it's excellent like there's no way i can really summarize yeah. all that you go through i mean the things that you say it's worth the read. So it's the Amer at the America East Conference, uh, their AE Voices store, and you can find it on their website. Um, but I definitely recommend others to really read your words because I was as I was going through this trying to prepare, I was like, well, what can I pull out from this? How, how, what can I say about this? And it really, I couldn't capture 
all that you wrote because you really hit on so many different things about your childhood and how you were feeling, not only what was going on in your life and having to move from here and there and CPS involvement, but you talked about how you were responding as a kid and growing up in different stages of your life, what that was like for you and helping individuals to realize that there are hard times that people go through and that it's okay to feel sad and to feel, you know, depressed and to be able to move to find resources and supports and in a way overcome those things to help yourself survive in a way. And it really is how running saved your life. And you really do talk about how having that outlet, how having coaches, having somewhere to go and train really did help save your life and to have you not go down one of those other paths that you mentioned. Yeah, absolutely. And I am the biggest um, supporter and, you know, someone who is always going to advocate for expressing how you feel because I think that is one of the things that is uh, the strongest detriment to other people who are going through hard times is that they feel like they just have to, you know, hold it all in. Yeah. And I even talk about in my story, there were times in my life when I did that and I bottled everything up and it didn't lead to anything productive. Um, and now I think, you know, I am gonna be completely honest. I mean, I go to see a therapist regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very, very, um, try to be you know very open with how i'm feeling and my emotions because whether you go through something that's traumatic when you're younger or whether you don't um life is hard and life will continue to be hard it's it's not easy for anyone and i always like to say um people are always like wow you went through so much and blah 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 but you know Everyone can say that because life is not, the purpose of life is not to, you know, always be happy and to always be going down perfect, um, the yellow brick road filled with rainbows and, you know, (laughs) happiness and sunshine, you know, life sometimes kicks you in the butt, um, but it's how you respond to that and how you hold on to other people um, for strength and that's how you honestly get through it, so... That's all I have to say, I guess. Those are inspiring words. If you're just tuning in, we're listening, we're having a conversation here with Hannah Reinhardt, and Hannah is a senior long-distance runner here at the U- at UAlbany. She is one of the most decorated distance runners in UAlbany program history and, and just a remarkable set of um, life achievements, but also athletic achievements. And so uh, it, it's, it's just really exciting to have a student on who has achieved so much and who is so... Uh, articulate about your own life experiences. Um, you know, we talk sometimes about mental health here on this program, and we talk about you Albany students and college students in general. And there's a lot of uh, media attention and research out these days that show that college students are experiencing uh, lots and lots of stress and anxiety, and lo- you know, increasing uh, mental challenges, if you will. And uh, and so I wonder if you have kind of thoughts or words for college students who might be listening and, and struggling with their own set of challenges. Yeah, so like I briefly mentioned before, um, I go to see a therapist on the regular, um, and I think that is something that a lot of college students stray away from. Um, 
they always advertise, you know, we have, you know, mental health services, uh, we have counselors, they have so many resources, um, especially at this university. And I think a lot of people miss out by not taking part in that. Um, And I think part of it is they think they don't have time. Part of it is that they're afraid to go because there still is a lot of stigma around, you know, dealing with mental health and that's something that you know I really don't understand because just like physical health um if you don't deal with it it's it's not really going to heal itself and um like I said this university has so many resources and also resources that fit into a very very busy schedule and I know from personal experience I'm a three-sport athlete um I basically never take a time off you know um training and things so you know i'm doing that and i'm a i'm a double major so i understand what stress feels like but there are so many programs and outlets you know at this university and i'm positive at many other universities that you know there's late nights there's early mornings um i know that there is one service you know called middle earth which is literally 24 7 so there's just so many resources that are available and i really just would encourage other students i always tell my friends like Go and talk to someone. It you know the hardest part is making that appointment and showing up to the first appointment, because after that, it really just helps enormously. And like I said, you don't have to be you know clinic clinically depressed or feel like you know I I can't you know handle life anymore. It's literally for every single situation along the spectrum, and whether you're having a bad day one day and you're happy the next or you know it's just that you feel stressed people are always going to take time to help you um and i can't you know i can't emphasize that enough you always think that people don't want to sacrifice their time for you but i guarantee there's always going to be someone who's willing to sit down and talk with you or you know be you know that shoulder to cry on people really do care a lot more than others think they do and i think part of our society is you know people think you know everyone's out for themselves and things like that but from my experience that is definitely not the case um humanity is you know resoundingly kind and really compassionate and i think that all it takes is just reaching out and that's hard but all you have to do is just go for it and i think you inspired a lot of people to do that so i mean i've known i follow you albany track and field i've done since i graduated from here and i've always known who you were but then to see something like this i was like this is really a way to break the stigma for people keeping things bottled up people going through things and not telling anyone and i I'm just so thrilled that you and that the America East is doing a pieces like this where student athletes can really be able to talk about this and make it seem okay. You know that it's okay to talk about it. It's okay to ask get some get help if you need it. It's okay to feel like you're you're not alone because yeah. you aren't. 
And to hear that the response has been so positive, I mean, that's really exciting, too, that for you, that you've taken this leap of faith to self-disclose and talk about your experience, but then also that, you know, I would imagine coaches and staff here and other students and people who are strangers who've read your article that are reaching out to you and you're really getting a genuine response from people, which shows you that, you know, you've really uh, touched a nerve, so to speak. Yeah, and I'm so thankful for that. Like I said, it's it's really fulfilling and it makes other people feel better too. Yeah. And I know when I was really in the thick of things, all it took was someone else being like, I understand, like I hear you, like I understand. And like sometimes that's all it takes is knowing that someone else understands how you feel. Maybe not necessarily is in your exact situation, but that someone hears what you're saying, they feel how you feel and they care about you. And I think um, that just means everything. So I'm really, really, really happy I did what I did. And it was hard, but it's, um, yeah, I'm so happy. <laughs> so you're a senior here at UAlbany, and to borrow a sports analogy, you're in the last mile or two of your yes. academic race here at UAlbany. Uh, what's next for you? So <laughs> I've talked about it a little bit with like a smaller group, but I'm going to try and continue um, to pursue a professional-ish running career. So whether that's the lowest level of elite running or, you know, I don't know where the next two seasons are going to take me, but um, I don't know from my uh, story, if you can tell, but I really have a drive for the sport of uh, track and field and um, that's just a fire that has only been you know lit a little bit stronger through the years so I feel as if I if I hung up my you know spikes right after I graduated it would be a little bit too soon so I'm going to pursue that a little bit longer and see <laughs> see how fast I can run um, and apart from that I'm taking a little break from school um, but thinking that down the road that I'll continue um, pursuing something in teaching um, just so I can be, you know, a beacon of light um, to younger kids and things like that. Great. <laughs> yeah. Great. Oh, this seems exciting. I know that you're going to have a lot of people cheering for you <laughs> as, uh, you know, as you enter the, hopefully the professional type of circuit. So, but we're still going to be cheering for you the next two seasons as you still have indoor and outdoor track left for you, Albany. So I want to, as I know you have to probably get to another <laughs> workout that you have to do, but I want to thank you again for coming on. Congratulations on an amazing uh, cross country yeah. season. I mean, three champion, you led the team to three championships in one year, which for those who don't know, that was when I was a student athlete back <laughs> in, you know, 2003 to 2007, we used to talk about, oh, can we win the cross country title, indoor track and outdoor track titles? And it was like, we could never get the cross country aspect of it. <laughs> and you have led the team for something that we've been trying to get for years. Yeah. So congratulations on that double, two-time America East Conference champion in cross country, multiple uh, championships in track and field. So congratulations. Thank you. And thank you so much for sharing your story and coming on here to share it to an even larger and another audience. And Alyssa, where can people find Hannah's story if they want to actually read the content of the story? So the America East website, it's America East Conference. They have their, uh, if you search America East Voices or AE Voices okay. and Hannah's name, you can find her story online. Um, it's an amazing read. Uh, worth Every sentence is, is something that it really 
it captures what you were going through and yeah. how you and your response. So thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, that. no problem. It was great to be on here. Yeah. Thank you for having me. And and thanks for all you do for the students here at U Albany too. I mean, I think that's really important to acknowledge that that you're an exemplary student athlete, and it's you know it's great to have a role model for other students here at the university. So congratulations on everything. Thank you. So you've been listening to an interview with Hannah Reinhardt here on. The Social Workers on WCDB Albany. Stay tuned. We're going to play music for a few minutes, and then we'll be back with another interview in about 10 or 15 minutes. Thanks for listening to The Social Workers on WCDB Albany. You're listening to The Social Workers on WCDB Albany.